Listen to Pastor Franz for the unadulterated Word of God. Rightly dividing the Word of Truth, unraveling mysteries, and preaching Jesus Christ as God Almighty. Today's message. Now, if you know the one whose name you carry, you walk always with your shoulders high. Because you see, the name of the person upon your life is what makes you or what or makes you. Praise the Lord. When a woman marries an, a, a man of authority, it is the name that makes her a woman of authority. So when you say you are Mrs. So-so and so, it makes you have the same authority or the same respect that the man whose name is upon you is having. Praise the Lord. So a man of authority married to anybody changes that person's name. Praise the Lord. Oh, you didn't get it. God says, Ten, oh backsliding children, for I am married to you. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 14. I am married to you. So, because I am married to you, you are not an ordinary person. But you are going the wrong way. And you are reducing your value. Say 10. 10 oh backsliding children, for I am married to you. And because I'm married to you, I have responsibility of taking you and placing you where your life will go right. Praise the Lord. In Isaiah chapter 54 verse 5, he said, your maker is your husband. My creator, he had never lied, is my husband. So I walk with, I walk in life with this understanding that there is someone whose name is upon my life. I am Mrs. Somebody. And that person is the owner of life. So you dare not toy with me. You understand what we are saying, talking about? Now marriage is given to us for us to know our relationship with God. That is the truth. Whatever, no matter who you are, if you are married to a man of authority, you are a, a, a woman of authority. If we are married to the owner of life, we are owners of life. Oh, you didn't get it. Praise the Lord. So something has changed your name. Someone's name has changed my name. So I walk with that consciousness of knowing that person whose name has changed my name. Hear me in the realms of the names count. Names count. You remember Jacob was wrestling for blessing. In Genesis chapter 32 verse 26. Angel said, let me go. And he said, let me go for the day breaking. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. I am here waiting for blessing. The man now said, what is thy name? He asked for blessing. He asked for his name. That means name is a conveyor of the blessing. What is your name? And he said, Jacob. He said, that thing has changed. Verse 28. Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. 
For as a prince thou hast power with God and with man and has prevailed. So something has changed your name. Something you have been able to tap into has changed your name. Listen to me in the realms of the spirit. When name is mentioned, it carries weight. If that name is a name of authority. I am called a Christian. You are called Christian. Why? Because of Christ. Hallelujah. Now, if at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow, then at my name, every knee shall bow. Or you don't think so? If they will bow to my husband, they will bow to me. Not because I'm in competition with my husband. Because I'm submitted to my husband. So authority goes with submission. I am a man under authority and I say to this one, go and he goes. So until you are under authority, your word does not carry weight. You need to know the name that is upon you and the person whose name is upon you for your authority to be strong. Did I say something? Praise the Lord. Today, I am moved to speak on a subject which I think the devil is raising ministers to deceive Christians about. I'm speaking on differentiating between heavenly and earthly names. Praise the Lord. Differentiating between heavenly and earthly names. Earthly names are just labels for identification. That is what it is. So, oh, his name is Kofi. Because he was born on Friday. Huh? His name is Kojo because he was born on Monday. And name AC because he was born on Sunday. And then when it comes to the guns, his name is Lante because he's the firstborn. So they are just labels. Earthly names are labels to identify the individual. Why heavenly names are unctions for function. And when I say unction, I'm talking about anointing. You know what Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27 says? It shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be lifted from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of what? The anointing. So anointing destroys yoke. Anointing destroys evil things. Anointing destroys things that are not good. Now, if heavenly names carry anointing, it means you need a heavenly name upon your life for yoke to leave you alone. He saw what happened to Jacob. Jacob wanted blessing. He said, your name is changing. Meaning, Jacob was an earthly name. Israel was an heavenly name. So, the heavenly name came to remove whatever yoke the earthly name is carrying. Is somebody listening to what I'm talking about? That is what it is. Heavenly names carry unction for function. In Songs of Solomon chapter 1 verse 3, it says, Because of the savour of thy good ointment, thy name is an ointment poured forth. Therefore, do the virgins love thee? 
Your name is an ointment poured forth. Your name is an anointing that is poured. That means when they mention a heavenly name, anointing pours behind that name. When they mention what? A heavenly name, anointing pours behind that name. And that is why Israel was going to bring the blessing that Jacob was looking for. Jacob couldn't give him the blessing because there was no anointing behind Jacob. But then the name changed to Israel. And because of that, the blessing has come. Because anointing is behind the name Israel to destroy every yoke that will yoke him into curse. Praise the Lord. Did I say something that you understood? Then give him a shout of hallelujah. He said, therefore, do the virgins love thee. When they mention virgins scripturally, they are talking about chaste people, holy people. People of God are virgins. But somewhere in the scriptures, we were told about some ten virgins, right? Five were foolish and five were wise. And what made the difference? The wise people carried extra oil. They carried what? Extra oil. Because of that, their lamp did not go down. They were always in light. And they missed their blessing of the bridegroom. Because they carried extra oil. He said, because of the savour of your name. For your name is like ointment. It's like oil that is poured so Christians who carry more anointing are Christians who know the name they carry. Is somebody listening to me? The name you carry determines the oil that comes upon you. But then not just the name you carry, the name you know you carry. If you are the wife of the president and you don't know, you, you will be booted about. But if you know, because it's not everybody who, I mean, there are a lot of Akufuados. But which of the Akufuados do you have? That is what shows who you are. So knowing who, whose name you carry is what makes the oil strong in your life. And this morning I pray that we'll come to understand that there is a name upon us that brings the oil that makes the devil to leave us alone. That name is moving in someone's direction today. In the mighty name of Jesus. The unction is not in the sound of the name, but it is in the meaning of the name. You get the point? That's what many have not known. The unction is not in the sound of the name, it is in the meaning of the name. When Abraham, Abraham was called, Abraham was called Abraham and his name changed. He said, for, for a father of many nations, the meaning of the name is that you are a father of many nations. Did you get it? So it is the meaning of the name that brings the blessing and not just how it sounds. Genesis Chapter 17 and verse 5. Praise the Lord. Neither shall the name any more be called Abraham, but thy name shall be called Abraham. For 
The reason you are called Abraham is because you are now a father of many nations. So the meaning of Abraham is father of many nations. And that is what Abraham became because of the meaning of the name. So it is the meaning of the name that is the blessing, not the sound of the name. Did I say something? So Abraham, Abraham was an earthly name. And so it was just a tag of a father. But then there must be something that heaven is expecting in the life of this person who has a tag of Abraham. And the only thing that can change it is that an, a name that carries oil must be used to replace the ordinary tag name. And the name that carries the oil of father of many nations is Abraham. So when Abraham came, the yoke of childlessness from, what do you call it, uh, legitimate marriage was destroyed. Because Abraham carries that name. Praise the Lord. So the meaning of the name is the reason the name was given. The meaning of the name is the reason the name was given. Thy name shall be called Abraham for a father of many nations have I made you. So I want to make you a father of many nations. I bring you a name that means father of many nations and put on you. So the meaning of the name is the reason the name is given, not the sound of the name. Hello? So Abraham is a sound, but what is the meaning behind it? Abraham is a sound. What is the meaning behind it? It is the meaning that makes the person. Amen. It is what? The meaning that makes the person. So in Jesus' case, in Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, it says, you shall call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. So because of saving his people, that is why he's called Jesus. So Jesus is salvation. Jesus is savior. Praise the Lord. The meaning of Jesus is the relevance of the name, not how it sounds. Hello? Am I saying something? The meaning the name Jesus carries is the relevance of that name. The meaning of the name is what brings the results. So, calling him Savior is as good as calling him Jesus. That's what I'm trying to arrive at. Calling him Savior is what? As good as calling him Jesus. Because you are calling him the meaning of the name. So, when you say Savior, and you are referring to Jesus, is the same thing because that is what carries the anointing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody is identifying something. And that is why I say you are my witnesses in the Old Testament, right? Isaiah chapter 43, verses 10 and 11. You are my witnesses and my servants whom I have chosen. 
that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord. And beside me, what? Beside me there is no Savior. So God is saying that you can't call anybody Savior but me. So when you call Jesus Savior, you are saying God. It's as, as, as explicit as saying God. As saying the only God by saying Savior. Praise the Lord. And if he's just there alone, probably we, we may talk. He said, beside me there is none. That means, even if I come in another form, and you find me as the Savior, I'm, the still, I'm still the same person. And that is what Isaiah chapter 45 verse 15 talks about. And what does he say? Verily thou art a God that hidest thyself. O God of Israel, the Savior, beside me there is no Savior. So the same God, he's the one who can disguise. And yet, people who know what names carry will still call him the same God. Praise the Lord. Calling him Savior, the same as calling him Jesus. And the same as calling him God. Because beside God, there is no Savior. I don't know whether I'm making sense here. So when you call him Savior, you have also called him God. You have also called him Jesus. So you can't separate Jesus from Savior. You can't separate God from Savior. And therefore, Jesus and God is the same person. Hallelujah. Now, just like you cannot separate Nabal from foolishness. So when you, you, when you say you are Nabal, it means you are foolish. So those, those things, they, they mean the same thing. One may be grandma, another may be now. I mean, somebody's name. Foolishness. Nabal. First Samuel chapter 25, verse 25. It was his wife that said so. Let not my Lord, I pray thee, regard this man of Belial, even Nabal, for, for as his name is, so is he. Huh? <laughs> as his name is, so you are your name. And what does it mean? The meaning of the person's name is the person. Because that is the anointing on the person's life. Nabal is his name and folly is with him. So every name carries a meaning and the meaning is the person. So if I carry the name of God upon my life, then the meaning of that God is me. If God is good, then who am I? Good. Understanding this will make you walk with your shoulder high. There is a name on top of me. The meaning of that name is me. Unless God is evil, unless Jesus is evil, then I am evil. But as long as Jesus is good, I am good. Name is an anointing. Name is a prophecy. Praise the Lord. So when the sound of the name changes, nothing happens. But when the meaning of the name changes, something terrible has happened. Are you getting my point now? When the sound of the name changes, I called him Jesus. 
And I call him Savior. Nothing has happened. I called him God. Nothing has happened. In fact, I called him Yeshua. Nothing has happened. The name is just changing. Then when the meaning changes, the destiny of that person has changed. The purpose of that person has changed. The effectiveness of that person has changed. Because the meaning is the person. Hello? We are moving to high levels, isn't it? I believe when they said Adam, Adam named the animals, I was studying and I was looking at Adam named the animals. Whatever name he called them, so was it. That means heaven has manufactured these animals and given them certain behaviors that relate to their name. So Adam saw the serpent and said, the way you are behaving subtle, you shall be called serpent. And heaven started clapping. He got it. Then he saw lion. And he saw how lion is bold. I said, the way you are bold, you shall be called lion. And heaven started clapping. He saw eagle. And the eagle was waiting to gather strength. He said, the way you are waiting to gather strength, you must be called eagle. You see, so the behavior of the animals determine their name. That is why Nabal's wife said the way he behaved, that was his name. So what you behave becomes your name. What you behave becomes your name. You don't want the name, don't behave that way. Praise the Lord. Is that making sense yet? The meaning of the name is more important than the language the name is used to, I mean, that is used to call the name. Because let me call our minds to somewhere. Before Tower of Babel, we're all having one language. That means if we all had the meaning, the language of Adam, then the name Adam called the animals, up to now, that's what the whole world will be calling. But Tower of Babel situation changed languages. So Adam may have called Lion, but we may have called Jata. And then, ah, is Jata? No, it's Lion. It's Jata. Okay, go and bring the Lion. Let, let me go and bring the Jata. And both of us went to bring, and we saw that it's the same person. Different named the same person. So the language, the sound, doesn't matter. The substance is the meaning. Am I saying something? I'm arriving at somewhere. Praise the Lord. Tower of Babel gave us different sounds for meanings. For instance, we call Jesus Yesu, isn't it? In Yoruba, they say Jesu. They use J and we, we use Y. Yesu, Jesu. Is it not the same person? But the names are different. So, now you can, no, 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 it's not Jesu. It's Yesu. No, it's not Yesu. It's Jesu. Are you okay? Who are you talking about? The same person. Hello? Am I saying something? So, see, when we come to dispute on sound of names, when we know the person we are talking about, it's like we are not wise. 
Praise the Lord. Am I saying something? For instance, Nyankupong or Nyami, that is what the accounts call God. Nyungbo is what, what? The guns call God. Mawu saw some guns and airways and Adangbes also call him like that. Praise the Lord because they are kind of from the same source. Amen. Olorun is how Yorubas call God. Chineke is how Igbos call God. Abasi is how Calabas call God. Osanubwa is how Delta people call God. Are you getting something? Now, so all of them call God in a particular sound, but they are mentioning the same person they have in mind as the creator of the world. Did I say something at all? So you see, yes, we are all using different names, but we all know whom we are talking about. But I'm coming. There is something that we must arrive at. Amen. I stumbled on some video clip and the guy was seriously arguing with Christians that Jesus is Yeshua Amashiach, not Jesus. And you know, that is what his mother gave him. That is what his mother gave him. And you know, if you are not deep into spiritual understanding, you would think the guy is speaking sense. Jesus means the Savior, right? Yeshua means what? The Savior. So why didn't we just maintain Yeshua and leave Jesus? You see, language evolves. Praise the Lord. Some, some years back, in the early 70s, when you meet someone in Accra, it is God you will use to ask the person the question. You know what I'm talking about? In the early 70s, you meet someone, it's God you will use. Because you know why? Gans were more in Accra and they dominate the population. But right now when you go out, what will you use to ask a question? Tree. Automatically. Why? Because the majority of the people are three people. So that is what affects languages. When people who speak a particular language from Tower of Babel become more in a place, their language dominates the atmosphere. It doesn't mean that the other language is not good. It means that majority have chosen this one. Is somebody hearing me? That's why we go to school and learn English. See where the English people are. Now we speak better than them. Because their language has dominated us. Their influence is what makes us to be meaningful. So we are now learning their language. So if they call Jesus, Jesus, then their own is better. Because that is what is overtaking the lower one. Are you getting what I'm saying? Unless that person is different. But the meaning of the name, when it changes, then something has changed. Praise the Lord. Maybe I'll try to...
clarify it more. You see, Jesus is a Greek word. Yeshua is an Hebrew word. A time came in the period that Jesus was born, they were being ruled with people by people who use Greek to speak than Hebrew. They don't speak with Hebrew. So, the Greek language dominated. That's why in the New Testament, it is Greek that was used to write the New Testament. Are you getting it now? So, right now, if we are going to write any book, before the whites came, probably we'll use tea. And now what will we use? English. Because one, one language is dominating another. And we are all accepting it because that is what will make us to be able to trade and do important things if we all speak the same language. Praise the Lord. So, why didn't we just maintain Yeshua because we like it? No, we couldn't maintain it because Greek has swallowed it up. Due to expansion and rulership. Praise the Lord. Even right now, through Nigerian movies and people traveling to Nigeria, you know that some words in Nigeria have become our words. For instance, I say wahala, you know what I mean. And everybody accepts it. But where did it come from? Huh? Even we've added Tofiakwa to it. Right? Where did it come from? Uh -huh. You see, so interactions change language. Rulership change language. Domin dominion changes language. Praise the Lord. Why couldn't the Jews kill Jesus? Because they didn't have that power. The Romans were in charge. You see, so all these things affect languages. Amen. Wow. That was Pastor Franz, the Apostle of Diversity. For more of Pastor Franz's messages, you can also subscribe to Diversity Broadcasting Network on YouTube. Jesus is God Almighty.